these people's opinions of you are not going to matter two years from now. Yeah. So why do you care about them so much today? And I think that's why my six idea of success has changed so much, especially within probably the last year of like, why am I doing this? What do I want my life to look like? It's become a lot simpler where I think even two years ago, I'd been like, well, I want the nice house. I want people to know I'm successful. Like I just want to radiate success. Welcome back to another week of the podcast. I'm repping the fall gear today. You know, it's September. September 1st, right? It was slightly chilly second today. It is the second. Yesterday was the first. (laughs) And this morning we were going to go on a hike. Yeah, we drove. We drove to go on a hike and (laughs) every trail we went to was a flop. So... We ended up just coming back and walking our usual pretty much route. So, but it was slightly chilly. So I was pulled out some fall gear today and I was like, you know what? We're just believing that fall is here and we've got football on watching the Colorado Buffs play TCU. I personally think they're going to get the dub. I'm just they believing are currently that. winning at halftime. Currently. Yeah. So. But on by Monday when this is out, we're gonna know. So <laughs> we're just gonna call it now and say they definitely win. I hope they do win. It'll be pretty exciting. Yeah. Poor TCO. Going from the natty to losing to Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffs. Anywho, Trent, why are you most looking what are you most looking forward to this fall? Uh let's see. We're stepping in year three. Of my main dynasty team. The Giants just paid their quarterback. It's going to be a big year. I really look forward to football season. That's what we're looking forward to. Now, another thing, we started intermittent fasting this week. Mm-hmm. And we did. We're doing a, is, do you say the off time first? We're doing 16 8. I don't know how you say it. Okay, but, you Six, 16 off, 8 on. We're starting at noon. And today was an early morning get get up. Today may have been the hardest day. Oh, I get up early every day. Oh, but it was yeah. funny because you were doing it about, you started two weeks ago? Yeah. So what prompted you to start intermittent fasting? Uh, I want to lose some weight. And calorie restriction is the best way to do that. Now, you have different kind of like, yeah, yeah. Well, like for for me, it's just purely like eating less calories Uh and I'm really bad with like portion sizes. So like if like, but but I can do like. Although I will say last night we went out to eat and got pizza and neither of us finished our pizza. I know. And it wasn't even like we both got for our standards they weren't big pizzas they were personal pizzas so like the the, you can definitely finish them only half pretty much i was astounded but yes continue 
I mean, we also, like, we had the salad. With yeah. The Brussels sprouts. She sees Brussels sprouts on the menu, and she's just like, we could get the Brussels sprouts every single time. They're so good. And oh, we have them here at our house all the time, too. And I don't know. It's sometimes 50-50 if they're better or not. The You're other, just hating. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> but, like, I can do the, okay, I'm just not going to eat from this time. But, like, if it's, like, you know, we have pasta, it's, like, you can only have one serving. Then I'm just, like, well, I'm hungry. I want, like, more. So, like, I can't really do, the, like, the whole, like, oh, just eat less kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but some of the reasons people love intermittent fasting. I don't know if I, like, see the whole vision. I see the you can only eat between this time. <laughs> And, like, that's good enough for me. So so kind of talk about, like, why you want to do it. Okay, so I've always struggled with skin issues. Like, my skin's just super sensitive. I've been on Accutane, like, you name it. I've done it probably when it comes to, like, trying to get my skin to be nice to me. And I ha- would say I've transitioned to a pretty low-dairy, low-sugar diet because of that. And the other day I was listening to a podcast with Jason Derulo and he was talking about how he had skin problems. I think he may have said he was on Accutane. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But he also mentioned how intermittent fasting ha- really changed his skin. And from prior information I knew about intermittent fasting was how good it was for your gut health and how much your gut affects your skin. So it made sense to me. And since you were already doing it, I was like, you know what? It's a great opportunity to try it out. Like do it for a month, six weeks or so, and see what the impact is on my skin and overall vibe. I will say the first, I think this is day three of doing it. It is difficult to find motivation to do anything in the morning when your whole thoughts are behind food. But it also, I love how much self-discipline it's requiring because sometimes I feel like we can get so comfortable with like mm, giving in to what we feel like we need, even though it's not a need, it's just something we want to, we want to curb hunger, we want to curb sadness, whatever it is, we'll find like a quick kind of escape. And so using this as a way to like refocus self-discipline, I think it's also kind of fun. That's definitely the hardest part. I know I've always heard it gets easier. And I think I tell you like every day, like today's the hardest day. Yesterday was hard or today was hard. Uh, So I'm hoping that gets a little better. Now I know the worst part for me and I would be fine in the morning. I usually don't eat a ton Mm -hmm. in the morning anyway, but going from like, coffee with milk to just black coffee has been awful and I know you normally have a latte latte. in the morning I just haven't been drinking like this morning I had a few sips of water and then just literally did not consume anything until noon which I should like change it up and do something that's like healthy ish or has caffeine in it maybe that would help me yeah but I just really look forward to like a latte being my first thing of the day so we're just moving that back till noon and then 
maybe well if i do 75 hard i'll have to uh you know drink water so oh, maybe yeah, that'll be my motivation all right anywho so our conversation for today is around the idea of success and how we define success what we look for like what the vision of success is but one question i was thinking about this morning around this topic was do you think success and our vision of success is that we come up with the this idea to impress the people around us not so much like obviously there's some parts that are like for us but is what's like the percentage of we want this for some for what someone else will perceive of us if we do x y or z and more, not just like selfish if that makes sense so you're saying like almost all kind of satisfaction or like comes from like external forces that well i'm just wondering what percent of our desire to have like external success comes from our desire to be perceived well by others and not so much to feel good about ourselves. I think like a good percentage, 75, 80%. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's almost like created as like a society of like, you're pressuring people into like you need to do this or you need to do that. We like, all need to have this like level of success. Yeah. And, and you know, I think like people just being like pre-social, but like, like thinking about like different like groups or, or even just like a, a sales team environment mm-hmm. of like, okay, like here are your numbers. Here's this person's numbers. Like, you know, whoever sells more gets a bonus kind of thing. Yeah. So and it's and like, all, all of these forces are just like, like, I don't know, business person, sales guys, just like, I sold $100,000 today. Like, I feel great, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's obviously a situation that's like very heavily like internalized. But I think stuff like your marathon mm-hmm. and probably more runners in general. Like most people aren't like, I really want you to run a marathon, a 10k or, yeah. um, and then like, I know I, I've, I've signed up and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'll run this with you or whatever. And then it's just like, ah, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but to me, that's like an internal thing that you wanted to do. I know no one was like. Uh, Shannon, like run your marathon kind of Yeah, thing. but I think it's interesting because let's use the marathon as an example. I think initially I wanted to do a marathon to prove to others that I could do it. Not so that I would feel good to myself or whatever, but more for that external approval, I think. Instead of And I've told you this, like the first time I said, I can't do this marathon because we were in the midst of moving. 
And I was like, I don't want people to think that I can't do it. And you're like, no one cares. <laughs> and it's just so interesting. Like, what would you say your ideas of success are? Like, when you envision yourself successful, what does that look like? And of those ideas, which ones of them do you think are based off you wanting to impress someone around you? I think most of them would be based off of other people and just like in terms of just like going to work or what job you have or Mm -hmm. like even like the career fields that I decided to pursue is just probably trying to gain the respect of others. Yeah. And, and to me, what I would look at is like, Oh, this guy's like really successful. It's not like, you know, how much money someone makes, but you know, like, are they respectable? Because someone can make hundreds of thousands of dollars and just be like a scummy person and like no one wants to like deal with them. Yeah. But then I think internally it would be like, um, do I feel like comfortable? Like am yeah. I financially, like is everyone around me provided for? And I mm-hmm. think men especially um have that like sense of like i need to provide for my family Uh or my people yeah so making sure that you are taken care of or that the environment's safe and different stuff like that yeah Um, (laughs) hi holly (laughs) yeah and on our walk the other day i was talking to you about this and I think in the past couple months, especially with applying to law school and all these other things, figuring out what, what's actually important, you know, and what does success look like to me? What do I want to achieve? And the, the why behind it? Because as you're writing a personal statement for law school, you have to think about the why. And I think that success to me for so long was dictated about what I wanted other people to think of me that I was so scared of failing because that would prove them right even if they didn't care but in my mind it would prove them right so why try and I told you a few days ago how I feel like I'm slowly transitioning to a point where success to me is starting to become an internal feeling and not so much an external achievement to where do I feel happy? Okay, then keep doing that because that's a sign that I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Do I feel at peace? Okay, cool. And if 20 years from now I have a life that I love and I'm at peace with, I think that's more successful than having a life where from an external achievement, like, okay, yeah, I could have $2 million in the bank, but like, as you said, I'm miserable. I don't want to get out of bed in the morning and I cannot stand my job. Like, that does not sound like a very successful life. It doesn't. And like, I always like the, the question where it's like, when you're 
we'll say 85 years old and just sitting on your back porch and you're describing your life to someone, what do you want to be able to say? And we've had a talk since early dating of like, yes, money's important and but it's also not everything. Like no one, when you are in your grave, is gonna put their their bank account information like on on the t- be like this is how much I this was my gross income over my lifetime. Like or even be just proud of me. <laughs> there's the uh, saying like the only person that's gonna like remember how many hours you worked. Yeah. Uh, like a year from now is... Uh, like your children. Yeah, your family. Yeah. <laughs> to look at life as so linear that if we do X, we're going to get Y. And our view of success, I think, can be based off of that, that if we achieve this, then all these people are going to be just so impressed with us or whatever we think that this outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think if our success is based off the approval of others or whatever like external factors. I just don't know if that can be your motivation for a sustainable amount of time. Where if your idea of success is more based off of you, how you're doing and how it affects you, like, And that's why I think having the desire to have a financial situation where you're not, like, scared if you're going to be able to pay rent this month, that idea of success is not inherently bad. Like, but if you want to be rich just so other people will be, like, in awe of you, I think is when it can turn negative. Like the keeping up with the Joneses, like having everything you need. Because then it's not ever, it's not ever for you. It's always for someone else. And I think you're more likely to be miserable doing it. And is that really success? I don't think so. Like, cool. I have so much, but it sucks. But like my view is very ex- externally motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've shifted at all. Uh, and then like even just like with exercise for me, going and doing like a group activity, I can like, it's way easier you mm-hmm. know, if you get like like the cycle cycle places. You have, like, all the numbers up there. Like, don't even think about it. Like, you know, you're cycling for an hour. Yeah. But as long as my name's up towards the top or we got the highest uh, wattage, then, like, I'm in the zone or riding a Peloton and you see the live leaderboard and you're racing with someone at, like, the same length. Uh Uh-huh. It's much more motivating. Um. So how do you think one can go about changing their perspective of success to be so externally motivated to being intrinsically motivated? Well, see, I was hoping you'd have the magic answers there. 
But one <laughs> one thing I see I see you do is you'll you will set goals for yourself, even for like individual workouts or times and you're not focused on like what other people do. So like even even like when we're golfing, mm-hmm. like one of the first things I did was Google like average distance for clubs or whatever. So like, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I need to hit my seven iron 150 to be above average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to hit my six iron 160 in, in, in that. And which, you know, in, in the big scheme of golf, like there's 70, 80 year old, people that hit hit the ball 100 yards and they're better than 90 percent people yeah so but but that's not something you've done what what you've done is just like oh am I hitting the ball well today or did I get better today mm-hmm. and I think that's a much healthier mindset than just like oh I have to just do this because a lot of the times I don't want to do stuff if I know I'm not going to be good at it so I yeah. won't even start like playing an instrument or, you know, doing some kind of like activity. Mm-hmm. And I think I've shifted a lot because pretty much high school and college, I lived a life that was purely based off of how I wanted others to view me. I just wanted someone's approval. That's how I got into sports. That's why I to an extent stopped caring about myself because I became a shell of myself in order to get people's approval because the only way I knew how to get people's approval is if I could prove I was good at whatever I thought people wanted me to be good at. School, okay, I'll be good. Sports, sure, I'll I'll excel at that. People will go, oh, you're doing really good. But I wasn't participating in any of the things that I cared about. You definitely, like, you weren't doing any like artistic stuff when we met. And I've told you like, there are a few things that I've wanted to do for so long. And it would, I would stop every time I started because I was so worried that it would give the wrong impression that people wouldn't understand why I was doing it. And so I didn't want to do it because of that risk. Yeah. And I like to say that I don't have a lot of regrets in life and I don't, but I don't want to end that now when I know I've grown a lot in the past couple years and learned a lot about myself that I, although like, yes, I wish I could go back and tell little Shannon, like, yo dude, like you care way too much about what people are going to say. You're probably not going to talk like these people's opinions of you are not going to matter two years from now yeah so why do you care about them so much today and I think that's why my six idea of success has changed so much especially within probably the last year of like why am I doing this what do I want my life to look like it's become a lot simpler where I think 
even two years ago, I'd been like, well, I want the nice house. I want people to know I'm successful. Like, I just want to radiate success. Where now it's like, I don't want a mansion. Like, no, that's so much cleaning. I want just like a little cottage. I would like some land. But that's not like successful to me. That's just like a would be nice. Go walk around or like, yeah. You know. I don't need, I don't need to ooze success. I don't need to walk around and people are like in awe that I did something. Uh, and I, and I think that stems a lot from stepping into a place where I find something that brings me joy and happiness and I'm at peace with it and no longer worried. Like, do you think Bobby down the street is going to be really proud of me or is he going to think I'm weird? Look at Shannon. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, but what if this fails? Or like I told you the other day, like I just no longer care. One, there are some things I just really don't care if they're successful, if it's bringing me happiness. And because of that, I don't think there's a failure because failing is in my way of viewing it is not meeting an expectation. And if my expectation is to have fun or be happy, or be happy, then like it's, if you're doing what you want to do, it's hard to be. Yeah. That. Now I have a question for you that I just thought of, but so your sister is youngest sister is 16. Mm-hmm. What would sixteen-year-old Shannon think about you now? Do you think she would consider you successful? I think so. I mean, it's funny because, like, in some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. But it's just because I had such an idea of, like, what I wanted my life to look like. So, I'd been like, oh, you didn't move to, like, New York City. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming just it was probably a pretty bougie vision going on. Oh, yeah. 16-year-old Shannon. But I don't know, like, what 16-year-old Shannon envisioned 24-year-old Shannon to, like, look like. I don't know if she had a clue. I think she more pictured her, like, 30 to 40-year-old self. And just skipped right over the 20s. Skipping the the hard part, the building of it. Yeah, the building of it. It was just like, (laughs) don't know how we get there, but just keep going. Like, so that's why I'm like, I don't know if she would think I was successful or she'd be like, but I do think, hmm. But it's like, I don't know if she would take lessons from like, would, would I be, my younger self be like, oh, I wish I could learn that lesson sooner. Cause like you have to go through something to learn the lesson, I think. So you wouldn't change anything? No. It's like, it's, you know, like the what ifs, like, oh, but if I just would have done this sooner, if I would have made this decision instead of this, yeah, I could have done that. But it would have like things like could the butterfly effect. Like quicker, I don't know what's gonna yeah. happen. Like how everything else turns out after that. Like yeah, one decision, I can, I can come up with how I think that decision creates the best outcome. 
but I don't think we sometimes like to use our what ifs and be like, but what if I made that decision and what if it's like went terribly wrong, went terribly wrong or even like an average outcome. I think we just automatically are like everything would have gone right. It just would have been the perfect life, but I don't just don't think that's how it turns out. I think the comment you made, like I didn't imagine what success looked like when I was 24. It was always almost like the finished product. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big deal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And like I've seen studies of like college graduates and their salary expectations being astronomically like I'm gonna make so fairy taleish. <laughs> yeah, just right out of school, and almost just missing that like dose of reality. Where their idea of like, oh, I'm graduating, I'm like 20, 22, 23, and like you just like instantly step into that idea or dream of their success. Yeah, like you think you're gonna have a job where you're making decisions, not one where you're that was that was bottom of the barrel. Yeah, like <laughs> that was the biggest thing to me. And with like my major at school. I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Like, you're doing all these things. And it turns out that's, like, at the end of the career, you know, <laughs> where you're the, the COO, not entry level. Like, you get told, like, you need to place an order. You're going to call cold call someone, and you're, you're going to sell 100 bunk beds. Or yeah. That. Uh, or, um, gosh, because, like, supply chain is just so heavily, like, transportation. So it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, we need to get this product from point A to point B. And it's like, this is not what I signed up for. Or yeah. this is not what I was promised. Like, uh, for I was sure. going to be the decision maker uh, yeah. here. <laughs> That's why I got a degree in this. I was going to change the world with my blockchain technology. Yeah. and um, So just that, like, little dose of, like, reality and, like, you know, success goes from like doing all these like world changing things to like, I submitted my report on time to my boss and get those snaps. My V lookup statement worked. And so because you are, you said you still would lean pretty heavily on like your success is pretty heavily extrinsically motivated or based upon how you want others to view you when you're successful. Yeah. What's a step you would take today or not like today, today, but like, you know, in the present moments to kind of shift that a little. You know, I think just like us, being out kind of away from like our normal group, like Mm -hmm. friends, family, just people we know Mm -hmm. out out in Georgia. It is almost like it's been like a reframing of like things we want to do. So that's almost been like helpful and just like almost like resetting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know something that I watch you do is develop a plan like when i'm 
watching HBO Max on the iPad and I get your calendar updates for <laughs> uh, like all the stuff you want to do. Um, but you have an organized plan and you set goals um, that are attainable. Um, I know like the whole smart girl, I hated that, but like they're pretty lofty. Like this morning you were like, I want to do 50 pushups in a row in consecutively in a row. And like, I heard that and I was like, Oh wow. That's, that's a lot. Currently at 16. Yeah. Tried it yesterday. But I, I know like that's been something you've been working towards for maybe a month and a half whatever and then one day you were just like yeah i just really want to be able to do more push-ups so then like you got a whole goal plan everything and you know no one told you you needed to do that but um Mm -hmm. i just think that's something i can do better of and they can help me but as far as like other ways just even just pursuing something that you don't even like no one's telling you to do this. Uh, I know I've spent a lot of time the last month learning to code in Python. Mm-hmm. And just because I think it's fun and interesting, not so much that, like, I expect to change the world. Yeah. Now, when we move to a state that has, like, legal sports betting and all my data science oh, my <laughs> betting models are just killing it i might be changing the world (laughs) but for now we're watching a lot of google youtube videos (gasps) sir you're something else you go change the world with your sports gambling that's it's the most important thing yeah yeah is there anything additional you would like to add i think you asked me kind of what my success look like but (coughs) I don't know if you've fully defined like what you kind of look at it now I would say in in like a sentence I guess we have been talking about it for a while but yeah I kind of hit on it before but that success to me now is joy and peace if i could sum it up in just really basic terms that if i'm not dreading getting up in the morning that's a plus if i know a decision is right for me and there's a bunch of peace around that i know that's right that's successful i don't think a dollar value or this thing And I would say I'm still working on that because I still struggle with, like, the wants, I guess. Like, the material view and, like, what's what's the line of, like, is it for other people? Is it for me? Like, like the why on some things I'm still working through. But I think long term, I just want to be, like, at peace and live a life that just like I'm proud of that I'm like I worked hard yes and I didn't do it for we're gonna use Bobby down the street again but I did it for me and because I wanted to 
and I didn't let other people's perception or approval stop me from doing the things that I want to do. So I think that's what success is to me. I like the way you worded that. Thanks. <laughs> means a lot. That's, um, that's kind of all I got. I mean, I'd love to get some interaction on some YouTube comments. Yeah. So if you have something that you're proud of just for you, just drop that in the comments. Um, just like, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next week. See y'all later. <laughs>